0: Um, it was hard for me to trust that I could handle this. It was, it was hard for me to trust myself with having kids. But if God trusts me enough to give it to, give them to me, then I should be able to trust myself to handle it. So I have to trust that God trusts me.
1: What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast. We talk faith and finances. I'm your host, Claire. And your co-host, Marlon. And today we have a very special episode with a very special guest. Yes, sir. Our longtime friend, Ari Cole. Yes, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How are here? How are you feeling, Ari? I'm feeling good. How are y'all feeling? I'm
0: feeling
1: good. I'm good also. Feeling good? Yes, sir.
2: Well, yes, sir. we just wanted to really just let the viewers on and on, like, your powerful story. We know your story, but we would like for you to just break it down for them that, that don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just want you to add like we're not here. Like, I want you to add, like we don't okay. know your story. Let's get it. And just we just want to go from the beginning.
0: Yeah. It's a powerful It's, is, it's yeah. powerful
2: Okay. okay. Powerful story
0: so at just to begin, at um nineteen I found out I was pregnant with twins. It's crazy. And yeah, it is crazy. And while pregnant, I also found out that my son had a heart defect, um, which is called hypoplastic left heart syndrome. It just means that he has a half of a heart and um like a quick Um, I guess, synopsis of what that was like. My pregnancy was okay. I really honestly dealt with a lot of, like, fear. I was so ashamed, um, doubting um, God's ability to carry me through it, stuff like that. And then um, having them was a whole nother season for me that was, it felt like times 10 when I went through while pregnant. Because my son ended up being in the hospital for a year. And that was a long season of loneliness. Um, And I think that was my true um, wilderness season. I really felt um, alone. I felt like I was just trying to figure it all out. Mm -hmm. And now I know out of it that I didn't fully lean on God the way I should have. Um, And so it caused me a lot more i think worry than um
1: i probably should have yeah so to start off because that's a very powerful story how did okay so before all of that happened because uh-huh. like you said you were 19 uh-huh. and you had twins most people have a baby their first baby is one baby yeah. so <laughs> how did that affect your faith so all the groundwork that you have built with god in your relationship with god and then that happened did you kind of feel like god was punishing you in a way
0: Um, I actually did. So, the night that I found out I was pregnant, the next day, I went to this, like, women's crisis center, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know at the time that it was a faith-based pregnancy center. Mm -hmm. And so, they assigned you like, an advocate or a counselor to talk with, and I remember walking in, I was alone again, and I felt so, like, down about myself. I felt like any negative thought that you can think about yourself, that's what I was thinking about myself. Mm-hmm. I just felt like like my life was really, really going to be over. Yeah. And initially, I was considering abortion. Mm-hmm. So thankful that God turned my yeah. mind around, turned my heart around. Um, but in that um, um, meeting with the counselor, she like just began to remind me of everything that I already knew. Yeah. But when... When something as traumatic or not traumatic mm. but something like so big as mm-hmm. finding out that your pregnant like, happens, everything that God has told you before this goes yeah. out the window. Yeah, like you, you, sure, right. all, all of the good things that the word says about you goes to the back of your mind. You're thinking about all think the about bad yeah, like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I so so she reminded me of everything that God's word says and the big thing that she said to me, and I was in there boo-hoo crying, but the big thing that she said to me was um in the Bible, um, God talks about us riding on the wings of an eagle. And she said, Eagles are the only birds that go through storms. No other birds go through mm-hmm. storms. So as long as you're riding um alongside God, that you're gonna get through the storm yeah. and come out fine. And still along
2: cried
0: that's crazy still alone and crying and um then i went into the ultrasound room and saw that it was twins and i cried even more and she held my hand we prayed um and like little by little that day she just reminded me that god is is gonna be with me through it all yeah that's crazy. Yeah.
1: that's <laughs> a big really powerful thing though that's It's a lot to unpack right there because I think something very important that you said is that everything kind of went out the window that God had told you. Yeah. And a lot of people don't want to talk about that stuff. But when you're inside of your own mistake, Mm -hmm. you are not... not you trying to be funny. You not thinking about those verses. Yeah, yeah. at all. You're not praying for nobody. You're not yeah. trying to hear that. At and, all. Especially when people are encouraging you like, your life's not gonna be over. Yeah. Sounds straight, yeah it sounds cliche, don't you? Yeah,
0: it does. And you script- scriptures straight. and
1: prayers. Like sound good. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you had to come to know God. I mean not come to know God, but grow closer to God for yourself, right?
0: hmm
1: So how was, that, yeah, how was that process as far as after the babies were had?
0: Yeah, so after I had the twins, Chase and Chance, yeah. after I had them, um, I was living alone in Baltimore, and I was honestly dealing with a lot because after you have a baby, your body, your mental, your emotional, your physical is already like drained. Like mm-hmm. I was really just like not feeling. I didn't want to be around people, and so it was just hard because I didn't want to show up for myself, so now I don't have to show up for my kids, and yeah. especially the one that really really, really needed me. He mm-hmm. was sick. Um, and so that was really hard for me. And I think what I did was, was make sure I read the word every day. And I was like, I really did not want to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, you know, no matter what I read, make sure I'm reading it, after mm-hmm. reading it. And then, um, my family did something where we started, um, a prayer call every morning at six 30. So I was, Forced, because if oh, I wasn't on yeah. prayer call, they'd be calling me, yeah.
1: like, do on prayer. Yeah. So I
0: was, like, really forced to make sure I stayed in the presence of God throughout the day. Um So that just helped me, remaining in the presence of God. And, of course, there were days where it still wasn't, I feel like, what it should be as mm-hmm. far as me really, you know, walking in the shadow yeah. of Jesus. But, yeah. um yeah. It was just—it
2: was really hard yeah. to to go with that because we talked about on how basically like your faith went out the window, went to the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. But how, at what point did your faith start climbing back once you already had chasing chance? Yeah, I know. Um, you, like you went through the season of prayer calls and reading scriptures and everything, mm-hmm. but sometimes you can be doing all that and still don't be mentally yeah. yeah. there. Yeah.
0: So it was um, a mom that was in the hospital with her son when I would go visit my son. Mm-hmm. And now her son has passed away, but at the time, he was going on a year that he had been in the hospital, and for me it had only been like a few weeks for for Chance, and um, she was just like, you know, we made it a year, so you know these little couple of weeks, like I promise you, it does not compare it to the yeah. year that we've had to spend, and you know like don't so it was her story. And and her constantly reminding me that I went through this and I'm still fine and you will go through it and you'll still be fine. Um, And yeah, I think honestly, her testimony and her constantly talking to me and reassuring me that everything's going to be okay um, with my son because everything was okay with her son. um, It just it it really uplifted me.
1: Yeah. So. What? How, or how can you say your purpose or what you thought you were called to do if you knew back then or just because I feel like we make so many plans and then life comes and just punches you in the stomach and you get yeah. the knocked out of you I a similar similar things have happened to me and I feel like okay what am I going exactly. to do now yeah how have you been trying to like rearrange that find your identity back and find your confidence back because I know you acted used to ask Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So what have you been trying to do or where do you see God leading you right now?
0: Yeah, so back then, um, well, I got pregnant when I was in my second year of college. And at that time, I didn't have a, I, I think I wasn't hearing from God mm-hmm. enough to know what his concrete will yeah. was for me. Um, I think I was going after kind of my own mm-hmm. desires. I think Proverbs 19, 21 says, many are the plans of a man's heart, but mm-hmm. the Lord's will prevail much. Yeah. And so I think I was really going after what I personally wanted. And mm-hmm. I wasn't really talking to God about what it, what it is that he wanted for me. So at that time, I really don't even know what my true purpose was yeah. or what God's will for me was. And even now, I still have moments where I feel like, God, I, I really don't know what it is you want for me. Mm-hmm. I think it changes season to season. I, and I think he wants me to be this in this season. He wants yeah. me to be this for somebody else in the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like um, now in this season, I finally have both of my boys at home. And I think he wants me to focus on right now, Being the mom that he's called me to be Mm -hmm. Um, and then helping others because I've had so many people reach out to me um, about being a young mom and what that looks like and then being a mom to a baby that's sick and what that looks like and what I do and what every day is like. And just the same way the women who, when I was in the hospital, um, really uplifted me through her testimony, I think God is leading me to do the same, uplift others Through my testimony. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. That was great. I was going to say, because I know you said a lot of people have contacted you about helping Mm -hmm. them out and stuff like that. And I know you have been raised in church and Mm -hmm. still are in church and stuff like that. And situations like these, the church tries to hide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how did you deal with the mistake that you made? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, we hate the sin, but we love the soul, right? Mm -hmm. Because... The church tries to hide these different things, and when it does happen, they don't approach it all the time with God's love. So, what was your, like, what was your even initial thought about what other people would think? Because I know that's the first thought we think of when we make a mistake. What are everybody else going to say about it? And was it more love or more Pharisees? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Honestly, I, I don't feel like there was anyone, like, um. Bashing me yeah. or saying anything negative towards me or my situation, it was really me. Like, yeah. it, it was like really the battle in my own mind. Like, like I said earlier, any negative thing that you could think about yourself, I was thinking mm-hmm. that about myself. Yeah. It really probably wasn't even the enemy, it was literally yeah. me. <laughs> like, I was like really so upset with myself. um And then there was something else that I had learned. And someone was saying that sex outside of marriage is not a part of God's will. Nothing that is a sin is a part of God's yeah. will. Yeah. But it sounds so cliche to mm-hmm. say, but children are a gift. So yes. it even goes to show God's grace and mercy that yeah. in the midst of your sin, he'll still bless you. And it doesn't look like a yeah. blessing or doesn't feel like a blessing. Um, But but as you go through it, like I said, the storm um, as you go through the storm you realize that it is a lesson on
1: the other side that I, go ahead. I was <laughs> going to
2: say that it's crazy because that's how I look at most things in life like yeah. even when we fall short and say like I remember yeah. three twenty three says it's like even mistakes can be turned into blessings yeah. Yeah. it's how your heart posture is why you mistakes like I, I know this happened mm-hmm. but I'm still going to do things in your will yeah. and I was going to ask like how has your routine also have changed like di- differentiating from how you was beforehand so like your routine was when you was in school and everything before kids and how it is now and how does that like change your mindset with keeping God in like in the mix mm-hmm. doing his work every day knowing you have to worry about your kids now.
0: Yeah definitely like um, a mental shift mm-hmm. um, so before I didn't have any real responsibilities mm-hmm. um, even though I wasn't adult I didn't yeah. have what it felt like mm-hmm. uh, adult responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, like I said, in school. So just going to class, yeah. that's the same thing that a typical teenage student is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's, I'm responsible for two other people. Mm-hmm. So making arrangements, a lot of times I have to say no to things that I want to do. Or I have yeah. to say no when people invite me somewhere. Um, so I don't have that same freedom. Um, I can't come and go as I please. And so in those ways, um I guess my routine or my way of life is different because I really have to also think about the things that I do, the things that I say, because never he come back and bite mm-hmm. me in the butt later, yeah, yeah. Um and affect my children.
1: Yeah. I wanna kinda go back to, to what you said about um God still showing his grace and mercy even in our mistakes. I feel like most people are not gonna like that because mm-hmm. Because, so I always think about Jeremiah 20. I, I don't know the exact verse, but when he said, uh, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Mm-hmm. So back to what you said, that every every form of life that has came into this world, whether by mistake, mm-hmm. sin, mm-hmm. whatever it may be, mm-hmm. God knew beforehand. Sure. And he allowed it to happen. It doesn't mean he didn't like your sin, yeah. but he knew the form of life that would come into play. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't stop the calling that that baby has now. Yeah, yeah. So I think... Um, that's very, that's very powerful to see that even in our mistakes, God can really use them as another puzzle piece and, yeah. and just work them out for our good. Because I've never seen nobody else can do that. Mm-hmm. Man, man will try to throw you away over stuff yeah. like, like yeah. stuff like that. Man tries to throw you away. But just to see God, like, okay, I discipline you because I love you. Mm-hmm. This is okay, so this is the consequence of your actions, mm-hmm. but there's grace and mercy for it in a way, you know what I'm saying. So I think that's just that's just beautiful to me. I love that. And to go along with that, do you
2: feel like you can feel God's grace in your situation?
0: Yeah, I definitely do. Uh, when I was living in Baltimore, I was in the hospital visiting him every single day, and there was a point in time where I had went to four funerals in four weeks, Jeez. And these are. Babies, like no, no, no baby has turned even two years old yet. Yeah. And so um, it reminded me that God is still keeping me. Mm -hmm. And um, there is a blessing in being kept. Yeah. The same way that it's a blessing for, you know, uh, a family member to pass away and learn from Mm -hmm. it, it's a blessing also in being um, kept alive. And so uh, for me, I think God really developed my faith in that season and he allowed me to um really experience um strength yeah. that you can't get yes. through anything else or for from anyone else. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I want to I want to tap back into the sex before marriage thing mm-hmm. because I feel like that's a big topic that many young people mm-hmm. don't talk about. And especially on, yeah, especially yeah, in the church, yeah. and it's going on heavily, yeah, but it's yeah. of course it's swept under the rug. Yeah. But this is a transparent space. You know, Chase <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So stories like this really, it really touched my heart because I know what I used to do. So I always think of that could have been me. Yeah, yeah. Just think about how many times you were sinning, and that could have been you on the other side of that. So I really stop to say, like, when you hear stories like this. This is not just to inspire you, but actually take heed to it. If you are still struggling with uh, sexual immorality and you are not married yet, mm-hmm. uh, you need to actually start preying on that. Because one thing I learned and something that has kind of helped me with that is I had to keep it real myself. It's very irresponsible for me to be having sex with a young lady unprotected. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not in the I don't have no capacity to care for a child mm-hmm. right now financially. Mentally, Mentally spiritually. or spiritually. Yeah. So I feel like we as Christians and even young men, we have to be more responsible in that area to like, like you got to know, you because when you do stuff like that, you got to expect the consequences. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So sure. what do you think about that? And I, <clears throat> I also want to
2: tap into that as well because, <coughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on now. But I also want to tap into that as well because I feel like it's also a church and parent thing too. Mm-hmm. Because some parents not, they're also just telling you not to do it. But they're not giving you the reasoning why. That's the truth. Why i not we to doing it. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Like, why can't I do this? Yes. All my friends are going, why can't I do mm-hmm. it? Yes. Like, so I want you to explain it to me. Yeah. And then on top of that, even if you don't want me to do it, as a parent, I feel like you should also have the plan B if you're if your child's ever in that situation. Mm-hmm. Still so, is Still give them yeah. grace. Because it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to do this. You shouldn't do this at all. Here's the reason why. Yes. And if you end up in a situation and you can't control and get out of it. Protect yourself. Yes. And I feel like nobody talks about that. I feel yes. like nobody says protect yourself. Like, there's no emphasis on that because it'd be situations where you can be with your friends and everything and just end up in a situation, not protected, and you just do what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that can backfire on you because, one, I didn't know. Yeah. And it's like you can't
1: really plain, place the blame on nobody, but at the end of the day, it's like it could have been a better way. It yeah. been dealt. Mm-hmm. i I definitely agree with that because I feel like. Like you said, a lot of parents don't mention it. They say, don't do that. Yeah. But like they always say, that's like saying, don't touch that stove. You know, yeah. Why? Touch I, I gotta, my yeah, yeah, got to keep my hand. So a lot of us were figuring out things in high school. Uh-huh. And you got like, to think about it. In high school, literally, you're still finding yourself. So you're hanging with these people, you hang with these people. And you're literally just curious, Yeah, fine, you're just curious. yeah. It's like, you're yeah. telling me not to do something, but you're not giving me the explanation. And one thing that we have to emphasize is that, okay, because now that i'm older i understand why yeah. sex is it's not bad god anything god made is beautiful mm-hmm. sex is a beautiful thing when you are under covenant because mm-hmm. it says the two become one flesh so when we are sharing our bodies with all of these different people this person this person over here got a half of me this person got a half of me this person got a half of me mm-hmm. and what it is doing is it's dampening your spirit mm-hmm. i had to come to realize that god is not a dictator he wants us to enjoy these things, but under the rules mm-hmm. and the, the laws that he has given us and the restrictions that he has given us.
2: But we don't be realizing that it's really for the best of us. Yes, like, prote- yeah, it's protection. It's protection. Yeah. protecting us. Yes, bit. but again, us being young and curious and mm-hmm. not having the right reasoning behind situations, we're not thinking about none of that. Yeah. We're not thinking just just for my protection. Yeah. You know, trying to stop me from having fun. Mm-hmm. My parents are trying to stop me from having fun. Yeah. 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 Everybody yeah. hanging around, they doing this.
1: Yeah. I'm going to do it too. That's the truth. That isn't true. So I got a question then. For, yeah. uh, on that note, how did, so after the mistake happened, mm-hmm. how did that change your outlook on sin?
0: Mm. It it reminded me, just as I said before, that even in the midst of your sin, mm-hmm. God still has his hand on your wrist. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was something that, um, after I found out about my son's, um, heart defense right they were saying that i should terminate him and um i think it was a test Mm -hmm. Uh, like you know i i got you um to first not get an abortion right Mm -hmm. and so now you're faced with abortion again and so my like, god after I just got over you know whether or not I should get an abortion mm-hmm. I said no I listened to you I, I cling to you and now I'm faced with it again mm-hmm. um and so I feel like my outlook on sin change oh and also I was like it's a punishment for having sex outside yeah. of marriage right um and I think my outlook changed because He gave me grace and mercy to yeah. endure it. And in the in that moment, in that season, you don't feel it at all. Like mm-hmm. you still feel like God, like what is yeah. going on? Yeah. Like, why is this happening to me? It's not until you're outside of it, right? Mm-hmm. They always say that. What is it? Twenty reviews. Twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So when you look back, it's a lot clearer mm-hmm. to see. You can't see clearer while you're in it. And so it wasn't until looking back on it that I can say. God, even in the midst of my sin, you've given me so much grace and so much mercy because I know that naturally in my own flesh, it's not something that I could decide or carry on my own. Yeah. 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 So I think my outlook on sin has changed. I mean, being reminded that God is merciful mm-hmm. and He gives so, so, so much grace. Yeah.
2: I think when we realize like how much grace we have with God, I think it makes us. Makes us more intimate with him in a way, too. Yeah. It's yeah. like, damn, yeah. like, he really be sparing me. And, yeah. he know, and he knows the yeah. worst about you. Bro, yeah. exactly. It's like, and you still love me unconditionally. Yes. Yeah. Knowing all my darkest secrets, knowing every fault, every time I messed up, every time I said I wouldn't do it again, I did it
1: again. Yes. That's, yeah, that's true. You still love me. And to so that person that may be feeling like that, or maybe going through not just uh, premarital sex, or if you had uh, a child out of wedlock, but any sin in general, any mm-hmm. mistake that you have made. Uh, you have to know that man is going to let you down. Man is going to talk about you. Mm-hmm. Men can change their opinion about you. But every single day you wake up, God has given you another chance to make it right. So mm-hmm. you have to realize that your life is really not over because of the mistake you made. And you are not the mistake you made. Yo,
2: yo, yo. Yeah, yo! Right Time there. out. Time out. You right, you right here. Yeah. I know you're not watching this video. Yeah. I ain't like and subscribe. Listen. What you doing? What are you doing? Why are you playing? <laughs> You know, you know, bro, come on now. Like, real
1: talk, I thought we I thought we was family. So go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and also hit that little bell. Because when you do that, you'll get every alert for when we post. We don't want you to just be a stranger part of this channel. We want to we wanna bring you into the family, you know what I'm saying? You never
2: know what episode may drop that you may need for your life right now in this very moment. Exactly. So turn and post notifications
1: on. We love you. We appreciate you. And we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. So what would you say to that young person? Who has made the same mistake and they feel like their life is over and God has nothing else planned for them?
0: I would say your life is not over. Mm-hmm. It feels like it because, like I said before, all of the things that the word says about you, it gets pushed to the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. And you're not thinking about how God feels about the situation, how mm-hmm. God feels about you. You become so selfish yeah. and and the decisions that you make. Um, so I would say get it in the presence of God because that's what I had to do. I It was so, so hard. Like when situations like that happen, you really want to ignore God. And I think that was in, um, I think John Bevere was saying how when when the word says um, we become separated from God, Mm -hmm. it's we that become separated Mm -hmm. from God, not God that becomes separated from us. So we have a tendency of getting away from God whenever we feel like, yeah, yeah, whenever we feel like something um, is not pleasing Mm -hmm. to him. But it's really in those moments we should run to God. Mm. And so easier said than done, but it's... Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel like your life is over. Somebody else told me once before that so many people have sex outside of marriage. That's not to normalize it. Yeah. yeah. But if you are the one that gets pregnant, you're no different from them. Yeah, mm-hmm. You just got pregnant. Yeah. Um. And so that is something that I also was like keeping in the back of my mind as well. But the the biggest thing that I would say is get in the presence of God. Because in His presence, there is no condemnation, mm-hmm. and so you won't feel any fear, guilt, shame, worry, doubt. All of that goes out of the window, mm-hmm. and you begin to be reminded. I think it's is what is it? First Peter, twenty nine or something. You are a royal priesthood. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. that, yeah. You you become reminded of where your identity is rooted, mm-hmm. and it's not rooted in people saying, you know, you're too young to be a mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you fast, you grown, yeah, grow. yeah. Um, you know stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So get in the presence of God, and yeah. all that goes away.
2: I'm going to tap into that because I like how you said um, when we make mistakes, we try to run away from God. Mm-hmm. My dad has said one time like how instead of running away from God, like when your parents give you a whooping, mm-hmm. it's best that you go and cling on to them because it's gonna be harder for you to get hit because mm-hmm. you're clinging on to them mm-hmm. versus when you're running away. They got full leverage to, <laughs> to get you. Full out target. <laughs> but I like how you said that because it's the same thing with God. Like, we're running away from God. That's only making it worse mm-hmm. versus us running to God when he's really open arms yeah. trying to take us in. Yeah, you made a mistake, but I still love you
1: unconditionally. Yeah.
0: yeah. Think yeah.
1: about, but think about it like this because as soon as you said that, I instantly thought about Adam and Eve
0: mm-hmm. when
1: after they bit the fruit, mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. Was, they felt naked mm-hmm. and they started, they was hiding yeah, from God yeah. and God already knew what they did. Mm-hmm. But think I, like now that I'm thinking about it, that's the ultimate form of grace because it says in John 1 and 1, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Mm-hmm. So meaning Jesus was already foreknown before he was even revealed to us. Uh-huh. So that means God had already had grace for Adam's mistake before him. even before he committed it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. That's that's
1: yeah, That's scary. <laughs> that's, <laughs> but that's just like that shows how big his mercy. We can't yeah. under, we can't, can't understand that, it. Yeah. And it's new every single day. Yeah. For God to have a, a whole solution and like a like a backup plan for yeah. I knew you was gonna fall. Yeah. And you don't even know I got something in the bushes like mm-hmm. to to make this it's right. That shows part. his grace and his mercy right yeah. there. So yeah. I thought about Adam and Eve right there. That story is crazy. It just proves yeah. that his grace is sufficient. Yeah, yeah, for sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: how do you think because like for the people that's listening
0: and mm-hmm.
2: what ways do you think they can run to god instead of running away
0: um i i think because god is i know you've heard it before god is in the business of blessing people, yes. mm-hmm. right so if for example if you go to um a Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You you can go to the same one that you always go to, but if you go to a new one, right, you're going to expect their to still be Mexican food, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're in the business of making Mexican food. So you don't have to worry that they won't have tacos. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the same way with God. We can go to him in every season of our life, and we won't have to worry whether or not he'll bless us because we know that, that he's in the business of blessing people. Okay, bars. That was good. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> you hey, got rhyme <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, Ron, clip that, brother. Go ahead and clip That was good. <laughs> No, that
2: was good. That's facts, though. Yeah. Maybe the thing about it, God's consistent.
0: Yeah, he is. Time. You don't have to question it. The only constant in our lives is God. hmm yeah. Dang.
1: I never heard that one. Nah, that was good. <laughs> I heard a lot of stuff. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs> so I just got a question for you, like, uh-huh. on, a, on a personal level then. So since we already got that out the way, do you think God—I know you don't know for sure right now, mm-hmm. but do you think God is going to use you in a way to, like, on a— on whatever scale he wants to use you in, but for those mothers, like in a continuous way.
0: Yeah, I I actually almost feel like I know so. Yeah. Because I have I have a really prophetic gift, mm-hmm. and God always is showing me things and it's more so visions than dreams and he's always like talking to me and I've had so many opportunities to talk to moms I'm like I can't I can't even help but to share what I've been through yeah like it just it's it's just
1: yes God
2: and do you get like a sense of fulfillment when you're doing it too yeah yeah,
0: Yeah, Yeah. purpose I do
2: that's that's so cool purpose
0: yeah I don't even have to try that goes to show
2: you though like even when you're making a mistake or something that you feel like is outside of God's will he can always leave it back into yeah. purpose at the end of the day.
1: Mm. And
0: they're older than me asking me. <laughs>
1: That's crazy. And that just shows also that you were you were equipped for it also. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. just think about somebody else wouldn't be able to hold that weight of their mm-hmm. mistake. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody everybody's not strong enough to withhold that. Yeah. Especially like, being underage. You're one, in let, let alone one kid. One with yeah. you, yeah. twins <laughs> out the gate. Twins. twins. This is not one kid. It's twins. Two of them. Yeah, two boys. Yeah. Hey. Crazy. I wish we were twins. <laughs> Dang.
0: You guys kind of are twins.
1: Do we, do we, do we look alike, y'all? Who's the better looking twin? You think we'd be at the same if we were twins? I feel like in a way we're. Kind, I think we're opposites. I think so. I think so too. Yeah. I think like God strategically made us like.
0: Chase and Chance are opposites. True. So.
1: Yeah, uh, Chance be he be chilling. Yeah. Laid back, he be, so be cooling. <laughs> Believe it or not, CL used to be mean, too.
0: I used to be mean, too, so.
1: CL used to try to bully me. No, 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 no. I think you have it messed up. I think it's think it's, nah, I think nah, it's backwards nah. here.
2: I think I only used to be mean because it used to be Wurzel. Yeah. So it used to be like, a why are you touching me? I'm trying to
1: relax. I want to play.
2: I'll be, I'll be playing the game. He come over there. I'm like, bro, what are you touching me for, bro? Listen. Then I get mad. Trying my long time.
1: I wish we were twins, though. But maybe that would have been a little annoying throughout school and stuff. I mean, my already dresses like we was twins. Yeah, listen.
2: You going to dress them the same? Yeah.
1: You dress They're them the same? F- yeah. They are You have to do it. You got to do it. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta do
0: it. yeah <laughs> it's only right. Yeah,
1: Chance going to be mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a question on that. Uh-huh. On Chance. How are you managing with that? With... um. Being in and out of the doctor's yeah. appointments and all of that different stuff. I know you said at the beginning he has a half of heart, right? Mm-hmm. What is it called again?
0: Hypoplastic left Hy- heart syndrome. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Hypoplastic heart syndrome. <laughs> Come on, dude.
0: Hypoplastic left heart.
1: Left syndrome. heart. Left heart. Sorry, yeah. you said plastic. <laughs> Come on, bro. To plastic. All right, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that. But how are you yeah. managing with that? Yeah. Like,
0: um, it's it's hard because it's considered a disease that doesn't have a cure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, what they do is treat it. There's nothing yeah. that we could ever do for him to not have it anymore. So it is hard accepting that you know this could eventually yeah. kill him. I'm praying mm-hmm. that a miracle happens, and I see a miracle in the in yes. the spiritual realm. Just waiting for the crossover mm-hmm. in the physical. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but it's hard. I remember this past Mother's Day. It was my second Mother's Day um, ever, and it was also my second Mother's Day, not having both of my boys with me together. Mm -hmm. Remember, I was sitting in the hospital room, and I was crying and crying so, so, so much. And I was like, why am I crying? And I was realizing that my my real inner thoughts were, I shouldn't even be celebrating today. Mm. I shouldn't have a child that's sick. I Mm. shouldn't be a mom. Like, I'm too young everybody's giving their mom gifts. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't have any friends who have kids. Mm-hmm. So they're all, what should I get my mom? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about, I like, I'm worried about my son in the hospital. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? And so I I remember just crying. I felt so ashamed. And, you know, Mother's Day is always on Sunday. The next day, I came to Bible study, actually. It was my first time going to Bible study in a while. And I remember feeling, like, so, so, so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm managing fine. I feel like I got off topic. Yeah. Maybe, but I, I'm managing fine. I just have those moments where I really doubt, even now, Can like I said, it? that I really just doubt real dope, my man. ability to to take all of this on. Mm-hmm. Is
2: that uh, considered imposter syndrome? Is that what that is?
1: What? Like when
2: you know you're in the moment, but you feel like you're not qualified to be in the moment, if you know what I'm saying. Is
1: that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> You know what I'm I saying like you start dying the situa- like the situation that you're in, you'd be like. I don't think that's imposter syndrome. I think it's just fear. Fear. Yeah, I think imposter syndrome is what. It is. Yeah, you don't. You feel like you're not good enough. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's imposter. So maybe I think so. I'm thinking imposter syndrome is just like you have an identity crisis. Can Yeah. (laughs) No, no. i'm thinking that's like you got an identity (laughs) crisis like you don't know what's going on you trying to be somebody else like you don't know who you are yeah mm -hmm. even in those seasons though like when you feel like you're not good
2: enough or you feel like you're not um worthy to even be in your situation to be a mother how do you get back in the mindset of no i can do this like Mm -hmm. get like reassuring yourself and getting your confidence back to Mm -hmm. know that you have two sons that you're called to Lee in a righteous way like.
0: mm-hmm. um, I feel like God is really good At sending like little Here's and there's mm-hmm. I don't know what the right word yeah. is But he sends like little things To like good moments That yeah, remind and you. everything. Yeah that like it's it's okay. Yeah. I'm still here. I didn't leave you. Yeah. And even when it felt like God was quiet or whatever, or in those hurry up and wait seasons, like something really good would happen, and then it's like dead silence for a long mm. time, or or you're just waiting for a long time. Mm. Um, I just feel like God is just really good at sending people, things, words to reassure you that he's still there.
2: Mm-hmm. How did it feel to have Chance back on Hmm. I mean. Yes,
0: it felt so, so, so good. It almost was like I just had twins again mm-hmm. because for a long time it was just me and Chase and um, it felt like I was just a mom to one baby yeah. because mm-hmm. I never was waking up and going to sleep to two. And so having him home felt really, really, really yeah. good. And um, I think, like I was just saying, a lot of, a lot of the season before that was hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. Um, but now to have him home is really nice and he's actually about to go back in the hospital soon. So he's which, about to be back to
1: <laughs> Which hospital? Baltimore?
0: No, he's going to Duke.
1: Duke. Is that better is that a better one? Yeah. Oh, that's what's how up. far okay. is that? Duke
2: it's is three
0: hours away. Three hours. North Carolina. North Carolina.
1: North
2: Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Is that basically like the same job as Baltimore? Uh
0: well Baltimore was four hours, so cool. it's an hour less.
1: So how long is that for?
0: Um, I'm hoping that it's no longer than a month. Okay. We're gonna see.
1: Got we we'll pray on that we yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: Thank um, you.
1: Would you say, make, being a mother, did it make you mature faster? Or how was how was that, like, in, mm-hmm. in that aspect? Like, did you feel like you was ready in general? Like, you're like, oh, no, I got to get myself together. Or mm-hmm. like, I got to hurry up. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like, what was your expectation of just being a mother in general?
0: Um, I definitely did not feel ready. Even after I had them, I still did not feel like this was something that I could handle. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of praying and asking God for guidance. Like every every single time I pray, I always Mm -hmm. make sure I say, Father, help me to be a better mother. Show me what I'm supposed to do Mm -hmm. Um, as far as being a mother to them. I did feel like I had to grow up fast. Because like I said, your responsibilities are completely different. You're responsible for people for humans mm-hmm. i have to make sure chance is getting his medicine i have to make sure i'm taking him to the doctor for chase i have to keep him under control i have to let him know what's right from yeah. wrong so it is two different tasks yeah yeah it's it's a different responsibility than a typical 21 year old mm-hmm. would have but um um i don't know I, yeah. it i it did rush me to grow up though mm-hmm. definitely said,
2: do, do you feel like it um helps speed up your character development Like, Mm -hmm. like, like personally, like just as a woman, like you feel like it helped develop certain spots in your character that you feel like was weaknesses at one point, but now can be strengths.
0: Yeah. And no, I still have a lot of moments where I'm leaning on my my own parents for help and advice. And I know that's probably for anybody at Mm -hmm. any age, whether you have kids or not. Um, um, But I've always been someone who is, for example, afraid of confrontation or Mm -hmm. uncomfortable with confrontation. And like having kids, you can't be that way. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I still am. So in some areas I've grown um as far as my character. And then in that area or any other area, mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: I heard you mention your parents. How important was your support system in all of this? Your family, all of that. How important was that for them to just be there for you and Possibly it felt like one of the, like the worst moments of your life.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it was really important that I had them. I really don't think I could have done it Mm. on my own. Mm -hmm. Um... While I was pregnant, I was having to go back and forth to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I wasn't about to be pregnant and driving back and forth. Yeah. So, you know, my my mom, my stepdad, my dad, whoever was able to, um, they were taking me back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then after having the boys, you know, like I said, I was living in Baltimore alone. I didn't know anyone. Yeah. It was my first time even going to Baltimore mm-hmm. and I'm living there that's Um, with you know, a, a child in the hospital and I'm a first time mom. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm at home raising a child and then I'm going to the hospital making sure I'm there for the other child. Mm. Um, so having my parents there was really good. And even having their words, um, because it gets overwhelming even yeah. now, but in that um season, it was really overwhelming. A lot of what I had to go through. Um and also you hear a lot of death. Stories And stuff like that, like, it's hard to hear. Mm -hmm. And that's not always something that is easy to keep to yourself. It's something Mm -hmm. that you want to vent to people about. And so it was really nice to always have my family to be physically there and to be a listening ear. It was really nice.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing.
2: Really amazing. Do you feel like you cherish your moments more now that they're back home?
0: Yes, I do. I do. I always um make sure Chance feels included. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people say, "Oh, he's a baby. He's not going yeah, to remember." But to me, yeah. I feel like he feels it, he knows it, he remembers mm-hmm. it. Um and I I just I just even if it's in God's will that he doesn't live a long right. life, yeah. I still want him to feel like his life was fulfilled mm-hmm. or his life had mm-hmm. purpose yeah. or his life meant something. And so I, I always value his life extra yeah. extra, mm-hmm. you know, harder. Yeah. So, that,
1: yeah. That definitely is beautiful because he he might be a baby, but that stuff really does come into play yeah. especially as yeah. they grow older cuz I still remember certain things yeah. from my, my childhood, key moments. Yeah. think you like would yeah. remember. So, I'm I'm happy to hear that you do that and mm-hmm. that you make sure he gets that extra love and and then yeah. extra attention because he probably of course he doesn't he's a baby, so he probably doesn't know exactly what's going on, yeah. but I'm sure like as he gets older, it's kind of going to be like, "Okay, why is it like that? like okay, I'm yeah. restricted in a way." You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful.
2: And I have one more question before we get out of here. Mm -hmm. What's something that you would like to just... It might be a mom out there that's in your very situation. Like, what's some words of encouragement that you can give her?
0: Yeah. um, I would say having children is a hard 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 thing you are waking up and going to sleep with a very heavy responsibility not to mention everything that you have to do for yourself Mm -hmm. not to mention everything that you know, you, you still want to be there for other people. You still want to be a sister, a friend, um, a niece, a, a granddaughter. So showing up for your children, everyone else around you, and yourself is really hard. But the same way that God gives us grace, we have to give ourselves grace. And mm-hmm. I always remind myself um, to trust myself because God trusts me. And mm-hmm. that was something that was really hard for me to grasp for a while. Um, it was hard for me to trust that I could handle this. It was it was hard for me to trust myself yes. with having kids. But if God trusts me enough to give it to give them to me, then I should be able to trust myself to handle it. So I have to trust that God trusts me. That
1: was good. Good, good, good. God you say <laughs> I thought you had a question for me. You live there. Uh, <laughs> I don't
2: we'll cut you off before nah, I stop. Nah, nah. good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Go ahead. Well, we appreciate you for even hopping up here to on the pie.
1: You were great talking epi- greatly. Yeah, great episode. That bless me. Hey, look, send it that to a good. friend. Subscribe, like, all of that, because this is a powerful episode. And again, this is a topic that many people um, don't talk about. So we want to have more conversations like this where it's transparent to where we can get different people up here and talk about these things that the Christian community need to talk about. Because Mm -hmm. it's people that are going through these things, and because these healthy conversations are not being had, they are... Figuring things out by themselves when there should be some form of guidance, especially from mm-hmm. people who this has happened to before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely, I feel so like
2: full right now. Yeah, me too. But, yeah, this is
1: good. Like how like she said, like when you feel
2: like when you walk into purpose, you feel fulfilled and everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is more this just, like a conversation. Purposeful like, episode. Like, purposeful episode. Yeah. I feel like we need more purposeful episodes like yes. this, like for our viewers that yes. are going through similar situations yes. and. I like it's only beginning for that.
1: I don't even remember how did she come up. We was here the last week recording. We were so, sitting over there. We, we was brainstorming,
2: talking about what's some more episodes we need to start doing. But how did And I we were saying we need on. to get, we was like, we need somebody to come up here. And I was like, hold on, what about Ari's story?
1: That's so crazy. It's just, it just popped up randomly oh yeah and I was like okay I'm a caller yeah. I called her around the spot I said you pray on it she was like yeah I'm gonna pray on it I was like, ne- I, next day next day she said I'm gonna do it said,
0: okay. <laughs> I already knew that I was yeah. gonna say yeah though
1: Not fair. you know, you always gotta consult you know what I'm saying but Not for sure, I just believe that um, your testimony is gonna help many other people for and sure. then also I just believe that this is just the beginning of mm-hmm. uh, what God's trying to do in your life at your own ministry and stuff like that that he's gonna carve you out your own lane for you to be able to have mm-hmm. a voice for that, that community mm-hmm. and that group of people who are going through the same thing so definitely just praying blessings on everything for you and the kids too yeah. thanks you definitely praying for them we appreciate you again for joining sure. thank y'all for
2: watching like marlon said like comment subscribe leave yes, a sir. review share it to your friends and make sure y'all join the patreon too if y'all want episodes early facts merch and a little more inside look into our personal lives and we'll be thinking about different things and helping out picking out the episodes too as well yeah but um other than that we love y'all it's always more purpose yes, y'all be sir. safe love uh,